For over 20 years, I've had a weight issue that was masking a deeper issue, food addiction. Welcome to Foodiction, a podcast about food addiction recovery. I am your host, Julie Hatch. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I wanted to hop on and just do a little bonus episode today because I'm doing something that I'm actually shocked I'm doing. <laughs> Especially given all of the anxiety and I and fear that I have experienced leading up to Thanksgiving. I I have oof, it's been so so strong. The reason why is because whenever it gets to this time of year when we are faced with Thanksgiving and Christmas around the corner and all these holidays, Hanukkah, you name it, I always derail. I have yet to experience true success getting through the holidays and staying on plan. So I don't even know. I don't have any experience to draw from. I don't even know if it's possible. I don't know if I'm that strong. (coughs) 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 But I do know I'm that weak. I do know that because I have been weak in the past. Last year... This is when I derailed from Bright Line Eating. Right now, this is the time. And I stayed off plan for almost that entire year. Like, I didn't get back on plan until, <coughs> excuse me, until probably about end of April, early May, when my doctor put me back on Bright Line Eating. Yep. And if she hadn't, I probably would have continued to be off of Bright Line Eating. And be off of my plan. So it's understandable then why I would feel anxious and nervous and scared, you know. (coughs) (coughs) Guys, I'm so sorry. Let me get some water. I am coughing in your ear and I'm not meaning to. But man, the weather here in Utah is so arid. (laughs) Okay, let's see if that helps. All right, that feels a little better. So I haven't had experience being successful on plan during the holidays, and I don't really know how strong I am. I haven't really discovered whether or not I can do this. I have been operating from the belief that I can't. I jumped ship after the holidays because I just thought, oh, if I can't get through the holidays, then this isn't doable. This is not a doable plan. I had mental chatter in my head that sounded like, if I can't get through the holidays, then I can't do this. If I have to make concessions and sacrifice the holidays just to be healthy, it's not worth it. I shouldn't have to do something different than what everybody else is doing. I deserve to celebrate the holidays too. I want all the warm fuzzies and feels that comes with the holidays. And if I stay on plan, then I'm, I'm sacrificing that. I won't feel those things. It will be a different experience. I don't want to have to put forth the effort to do something differently than everybody else. For once, I just want to enjoy and not think about what I have to do in order to stay healthy around the holidays. If somebody is going to continuously bribe me with food and offer me food I can't eat, 
I just don't even want to have to take the time to explain that to them why I am not eating that. I don't have the energy for that. Okay, so these are all examples of the mental chatter that's been floating around my head. And because that's been my mental chatter, because I've had this lack of faith and belief in the plan itself, because I've lacked confidence in my capabilities and my own ability to stick to plan, I have been inconsistent on my plan and I have been for a while. But today I'm pumped and today I'm actually choosing to resume today. Yep. I have realized something because, you know, most people would probably be surprised that I'm choosing Thanksgiving Day to resume. Most people would probably resume the day after Thanksgiving so that they can enjoy whatever they want. Oh, hold on, guys. Let's see. My son just sent me a message about Thanksgiving. Let me just answer his message real quick. Okay. All right, guys. So getting back to what I was saying, I realized something that if I waited until after Thanksgiving, I, I would have robbed myself of the opportunity to discover my strength to learn that I actually can get through the holidays successfully. I would have robbed myself of that and then come around next year when we're stumbling upon Thanksgiving or even the next holiday, Christmas, I would be right back where I am now, which is lacking the experience and the confidence that this plan is doable and workable and that I could do it. I don't want to keep hitting up against this. At some point, I do need to find out whether or not I can do this because that one, all it will take is that one successful sticking to plan, choosing to stay healthy and make healthy choices. All it will take is that one experience and then forevermore. I will come upon holidays and I will be able to say, I've done this. I can do it again. I've been successful. Therefore, I can do this again. I had all the warm feels. I had all the warm fuzzies. Nothing was lacking in that department. I can do this again. I didn't have to feel acid reflux and bloating and gas. I didn't have to feel overly stuffed. I didn't have to feel anything but wonderful and I get to feel wonderful again. But if I am not entering the, into this with a plan in place, I know I'll, I know I'll plan to fail. It's a plan to fail. No plan is a plan to fail. So I did some things knowing this and realizing this about a few weeks ago, I thought I'm gonna, I'm going into battle now. (laughs) I'm at battle with myself. I've got this negative mental chatter in my head. I've been inconsistent. I don't have any experience to draw upon through the holidays that show shows me and proves to me that I can get through the holidays. I'm at battle with myself. And so it's time to armor up. I gotta, 
I got to get serious and I got to get real and I got to do it fast because before I know it, Thanksgiving will be here and Christmas will be here and Hanukkah will be here. And I need, I need to do this. So I armored up and what that looks like is I spent time in my support groups on social media daily contributing as, as often as I could. It meant that I was reading anything and everything I could get on, get my hands on to inspire me. I did two interviews that were very, very inspiring with guests who have successfully made it to maintenance. They started their goal. They went through the plan and program. They reached their goal and now they're on maintenance. Very, very inspiring to hear from them. So I also thought I have never read the book Resume by Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson. I've read Brightline Eating and I've read the cookbook she came out with, but I've never read that book. So I ordered it so that I would get in time before Thanksgiving. And I actually got it yesterday um, so that I would have that and I could read it if I started feeling tempted, can read little blurps in there today if I needed to, if I absolutely needed to. It meant that I changed my cell phone cover and on my cell phone cover, I put my mantra. If you're curious what that mantra is, it is this. If it is good, right, or true, I will do it or die trying. In other words, giving up is not an option. Counting how many times I fail at something is not an option. Taking up residence with shame is not an option. If it is good, right, or true, I will do it or I will die trying. And yes, it does make me emotional because sometimes recovering from food addiction can feel like you're at battle with yourself. And, and I've said this once, I'll say it again. It's not really even battle in battle with yourself as much as it is with the adversary. I think the adversary wants us to believe that we're at battle with ourselves when really we're at battle with him. He loves to just fly under the radar, right? And mess with us. <laughs> but I have done everything I could. I went online and I scouted out recipes that were special for the holidays, a recipe I probably wouldn't make every day that could help me feel like I too was celebrating the holidays and eating a special meal made with love. So I collected recipes for not just Thanksgiving, but Christmas anytime, anytime. And I started practicing using them. I started, I tried two recipes. I tried a caprese salad it's not really a salad. It was more like a wreath, a caprice wreath that was on one of the Bright Bites vlogs. And then, which was really good, by the way. And then I also tried a mock pumpkin pie that doesn't have flour or sugar. And it was okay, but I think I'm going to tweak it. It reminded me of a recipe that was actually in one of the Brightline Eating official cookbooks. And I, then I started thinking, actually, I could just make that recipe that's in the Bright Line Eating Cookbook, <laughs> and that could be dessert. 
it's a breakfast food. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it's not coming to my mind. Sorry, guys. Anyway, I started slowly feeling like I can do this. Once I got a hold of those recipes and I started trying them, I thought I can do this. I can do this. Once I listened to those interviews and I heard what helped them and what allowed them to reach their goal and stay in maintenance, I thought if they can do it, I can do it. I can do it too. It gave me hope. It gave me hope. And right now, I'm just experimenting on that hope. I'm, I'm experimenting on a morsel of faith, like a tiny little seed of faith. And it does require faith. You have to choose what you're going to believe. Are you going to believe that you can't do it? Then you're right. Are you going to believe that you can? Then you're right. You have to choose into it. At some point, you have to choose into it. So this is what it's looked like for me. And I am feeling so strong and so pumped. My breakfast today, I had two eggs, grits, and a banana. I was perfectly bright. For lunch, I'll be having a salad, a chicken salad with peaches on the side. A peach, I should say. I will be bright. I will be bright today. I know this. Without a shadow of a doubt, I know this. I will be completely bright today. I I feel it in my gut because I know how badly I need this and how badly I want this. I want this more than the temporary pleasure of tasting something sweet or salty. I want this more than the temporary pleasure of not having to try and releasing myself from the hook of responsibility. I want this more than anything. I want this because I know if I can do this one thing, I can do anything. I will be unstoppable. This is my big moment. You guys can probably feel it, right? This is it. It's come down to this. It's come down to today. And I am so grateful that I'm not resuming tomorrow, but that I'm resuming on a holiday today. Because now I'm giving myself a gift that will last me through the rest of my life. And I will always know I can do this. I have done it before. It doesn't mean I will forever more execute my plan perfectly. I'm sure I'll still be tempted. I'm sure the obstacles will still come and surface. And there may be times it happens when I'm feeling particularly weak and I might give in. But I have the satisfaction of knowing that I got through the hardest thing, the holidays and special occasions. I got through that. That will help me. That will help me bounce back probably even quicker. I know that that's going to help me feel more confident in general with what I'm doing and that I truly can make this a lifestyle. I truly can and desire to make this a lifestyle. I've had to go through a series of steps though, guys. Like I, there's some things, some very obvious obstacles I've encountered that I want to share with you because maybe you can relate But there was a point where I had to kind of, I would say that I am a recovering food addict 
or I would say I'm experiencing food addiction. But even when I'd say it, it, I wasn't really owning it. It was kind of like I felt this disconnect with it somehow. Like I just had a hard time believing it in a, in a way or, or kind of just wanting to be in denial. That's what it is. I wanted to be in denial of it so that I didn't have to do the work that others didn't have to do. I wanted to do what everybody else was doing. So it was easier for me to be in denial of a food addiction than to accept the fact that I was experiencing a food addiction. And so for a while, I struggled with that. And I did the plan, knowing logically, yes, this is a food addiction that I'm dealing with, but not simultaneously not owning that, not feeling like I really had to do anything about it, (laughs) you know? Some of it too, I think, is also just having been brainwashed by the diet culture, you know? Anytime you are overweight, it was a weight issue. It was never, you know, food addiction. And that was just hammered into me time and time and time again. And then I'd be unsuccessful time and time and time again. And my approach was completely different. So there's some undoing that I had to do there. I had to kind of undo everything that the diet culture had taught me and brainwashed me into thinking and then be open for whatever I was going to learn through this experience of recovery. So there was that. I had to accept that I was experiencing food addiction, that my susceptibility is in fact extremely high and that my sensitivity to sugar and flour is also extremely high. I have, I had to accept the fact that moderation does not work for me. And man, that made me mad because I really wanted it to work for me. It would mean I don't have to work as hard because let's face it, when you're trying to do life and just live life and do the adulting that we do on a regular basis, it would be so nice if something was actually easy for once or easier, right? (laughs) other things that I had to do I had to look at why I was being inconsistent which led to an aha that I shared in a in another episode about consistency so if you wanted if you're feeling inconsistent that might bring some more awareness to you it might you might um, I may share something in that episode that resonates with you that you can relate to so you may want to check that out. But I also I also thought I need connection. I need support. I had made the decision to get off of Facebook when once my account was hacked. <clears throat> and then I had to stay on because we had just moved and I needed to use the online yard sales. So but then I found myself checking into those groups and I realized I need to be in those groups. I'm going to be on social media because I actually really do need those groups. I need a support group. And especially with my doctor changing doctors now, I'm no longer with the doctor who placed me on BLE, who did all the blood work, who's been working hand in hand with me, who was my accountability partner. And trust me, I feel that void. I feel it big time. And that has been scary for me because she was my safety net in many ways. And now I'm changing doctors. So 
I went and I found an accountability partner in one of those groups. And she and I have been in contact with each other um, almost daily. Maybe there's been like one day here or there that we missed, but almost daily I'm in contact with her. And she struggles with the same things that I struggle with. But we spur each other on and we help each other on and we are accountable to each other. And that's so important. So having that support in place has been, has been huge. I had to be open to learning. This is a lifestyle change. This is something that I'm doing for the rest of my life. And I had to choose to look at it that way, that it's not just until I meet my goal, but that this is really a lifestyle change. So that meant that this was going to be a lifelong pursuit, that my health would be a lifelong pursuit, and it would be something that I would always constantly be working on. There's still some unknowns. Not only, you know, am I learning today, and I know I will learn today that I can be successful, but the other unknown in all of this is I don't know if I will ever reach a point once I'm on maintenance where this isn't work. Does maintenance feel like you are breathing and blinking where the plan just feels so natural that you no longer have to think about it? You still do all the things you normally do. You weigh your food, you, you know, you plan your food ahead of time, but does it ever reach a point where it feels like you're blinking, you're just breathing. It's just this natural thing. Now you've done it for so long and have gotten to that point that it's just natural. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I pray that it does reach that point, but I also have to be open to the fact that it may not feel like that, that this may be something I have to work on for the rest of my life and that there will definitely be times when it feels like work. I may just have to accept that. And I honestly am kind of erring on that side just because I'd rather be pleasantly surprised than disappointed (laughs) to not feel like this is more natural, you know? I think with time, it can get easier though. Uh, Even if you still have to work at it, I think on some level, it probably would feel like it gets a little easier because I'm noticing that even now, not having been in maintenance. I'm noticing that I'm getting stronger little by little. Even when I've derailed lately, it's not because I gave in to sugar. I've actually been able to remain off of sugar. That's huge huge. That is growth. I've, I know that every single aha I've had, every time I've prayed and asked for help, anytime I've checked into the groups or checked in with my accountability partner, anytime I put something in place to support me in this journey, all of those are markers on the road to success. And they're all things that I've done to grow. I've grown. I've grown stronger because of those things. Because I did those things. So 
My mom used to say, never put off for tomorrow what you can do today. There is so much wisdom in that. Yep, I could have waited until tomorrow and just enjoyed everything that everybody else was enjoying on Thanksgiving this year. But I chose not to. I am resuming today. And I know I will be stronger for it. It's a gift I'm giving myself. And it's also a gift I'm giving my loved ones because there was a point in time where I was so unhealthy and dealing with so many health issues that my own children and my husband were very concerned for my health and well-being. They were worried that I was just going to keel over and die one day. I never want to put them through that. I went through that with my own mother. Sometimes I still feel, I still feel that concern, but I never ever want my loved ones to worry. I don't want to cause them worry and concern. I want them to be able to enjoy life with me as much as I get, as much as I get to and want to enjoy life with them. So it's a gift that I'm not only giving myself. Today is not just for me. Today is for my loved ones too. And I will be celebrating Thanksgiving, but I will also secretly be celebrating my growth. And celebrating God for helping me through this and teaching me and guiding me and giving me strength when I didn't have any. Because there's been times when I felt like, oh my goodness, doing this no sugar, no flour thing takes more energy than I have to give. Oh yes, I have felt that way several times. And those are the times that I do pray for strength because I know that's the only way I'm going to get through. Or I talk to someone that can help give me strength in in just in sharing their stories with me and inspiring me. That's one reason why I love bringing guests on is that not only does it give you a chance to hear from other people other than just me, but no two stories are the same and Each one of them is so inspiring and that inspiration gives you strength and hope and helps grow your faith. That's why I never get tired of them ever. And I am so glad that I can bring on these guests that can share with each of you because I know I, I know what I gain from that. I know how beneficial that's been for me. And that makes me excited. I love being able to create something that truly helps others, that offers them value, whether it's hope or inspiration or faith or compassion, understanding, you know, maybe something I said or will say will give you a voice to and represent your feelings and your thoughts. And it's so liberating when somebody says, when somebody speaks it, when somebody speaks your truth, that's powerful. It's really powerful. I know for me, when somebody, when I haven't been able to articulate something, or I haven't been able to put it into words, and I'm sensing something, but I can't quite, I can't quite bring it all together to make sense. And then sometimes I'll be listening to somebody and they say it. 
and it's like nail on the head and it resonates so, so deeply and so strongly that it feels validating. It's like, oh my goodness, they get it. They didn't even know that this is kind of what I've been thinking and feeling and sensing. And they said it and it's out now. My truth is out there too. It's their truth, but it's also my truth. It's out there. That truth is going to set people free, right? And so many of us, many of us who have and are experiencing food addiction have also experienced trauma. And that trauma steals your voice and steals your identity. And you kind of have to go through this process of discovery all over again, discovering not only who you are and whose you are, but discovering your voice and learning how to use it again. And can I tell you, there's times when I'm still awkward. I'm still awkward in expressing myself because for so many years, I was shut down and I didn't have a voice. And, and I never really learned how to use it. I didn't even know there was any power in my voice. So in some ways, doing this podcast has been very cathartic for me because it, it is giving me a platform for my voice and a platform to be heard. And if anything, to organize my own thoughts and my own feelings, because I do process externally, So it helps with that. But also, I love this idea that I can pay it forward or pay it back because there's been so many people who have helped me in my journey. I want to help too. I want to give back. I hope that there's something that I've shared today that will help you feel like you too can get through the holidays. Don't allow your fears and your insecurities and your lack of confidence to disrupt your journey and completely derail you know that you can do this and that many people have gone before us and have successfully done this shut down the mental chatter and enjoy your holiday whatever you're doing whether you're at work with loved ones enjoy yourself today take good care of yourself and your loved ones happy thanksgiving Mm -hmm.